Welcome to The Circle Sessions featuring the Circle of Experts. The Circle of Experts are Yasmin Robles from Robles Designs, Tanisha English Amamu of TJE Communications, and Don the Idea Guy. I'm Brett Johnson from Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Each week, one of the experts joins me to talk about critical aspects of growing your podcast. We focus on marketing, social media, monetization, and website design to help you implement all of these together. This week, Don is here with the circle of experts. He possesses creative powers beyond those of mere mortals. He's the first one to tell you that too. Don the Idea Guy rescues those in need of innovative ideas through his brainstorming sessions. They are at Five Buck Brainstorms. Don, thanks for joining me again today. How's it going? If I don't tell you about it, who else will? Exactly. Well, I get you for the, yeah, that yeah. paid announcement. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so our ripped from the headlines, uh, we get to circle back on Joe Rogan, uh, who yeah. just signed a multi-year deal with Spotify. Yeah, there you go. Your 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 light bulb of and you got it all yellow going on too. That's good. Um, that yeah, he just signed a, a, a renewal contract with Spotify. Joe that, Rogan, who's, I, who, who's I, I know he's an up and coming guy. Um, well, so. I hope I hope the little guy gets some help in uh, in media. There, it's, I I hope somebody hears about him. Yeah, exactly. So we had talked about his scenario, what we thought might happen, knowing his contract was up, and we came pretty close on this one, uh, actually, oh, yeah. uh, of what we thought was going to happen. That um, yeah, his uh, Spotify holds on the exclusive video rights. But um, it, it's going to be out everywhere. You, 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 it's, I'm, it's not I'm, behind surprised. A I'm surprised Spotify sunk that amount of money and knowing that their yeah. podcast revenue is down and they were looking to get out of this original content thing, but they they're clinging to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. And, you know, if any if any of the original content stuff, he's the most evocative so maybe that's why they're keeping him. I mean, it's kind of the the howard stern effect exactly there's two two kinds of people listen to howard stern the people who love him and the people who hate him so I, I, joe rogan falls into that category joe rogan falls into that and there it seems as though media has those people every once in a while rush limbaugh was that way yeah for radio you either loved him or you hated him and those that were those extremes that's why they listened to him that, yeah, bottom yeah. line, you know, so I think, I think Rogan has that appeal um, and, and God bless him. He, he pulled it off. I mean, and again, he, uh, it's that this did not happen overnight. People are going to go, right. Oh, I'm going to be Joe. I'm going to be the Joe Rogan's like, you got 15, 20 years to invest in it. Sure. You can. This was oh, well, not and, and longer when you consider that Joe, this Joe Rogan, isn't the same Joe Rogan that started mm -hmm. out. He was a, he used to be on the TV show news radio. Mm -hmm. He was a standup, yeah. not a great standup, but he was a decent standup. Yeah. Then he went into, you know, comedian actor. Mm -hmm. And then he was TV reality show host. Then he was an MMA fighter. I mean, it, and now he's a podcast host. So yeah. yeah, that's a lot of reinvention to go through. Um, and you can't, you can't argue his popularity or success. Hmm. I mean, yeah. he's got, he found an audience that, that likes him and, and follows him anyway. He's probably due for a biography, don't you think? Or autobiography? <laughs> uh, which personality? Probably I several. Know. I know. I, I don't know. I, I, he's probably due since he's now in his second long-term contract with Spotify. He can kind of see, not the end uh, of the road, but it's like. Well, I think, now, I think uh, P.T. Barnum and Ben Franklin both had multiple autobiographies that they wrote. Yeah. Depending on the different parts of their life. So right. he might be. 
somebody falls into that category. Why not? But his but his terms of his deal are interesting. So Spotify is no longer exclusive. They they certainly weren't willing to shell it out to be all exclusive. You mentioned they have the video stuff, but mm -hmm. they're opening up now. He's going to be on the other platforms. The other platforms can sell ads against it. Um, it's just more money for him. What what was the What's the reported dollar figure? The last I'd heard was $250 million. And just before we started recording, you caught an article that said that was probably misrepresented. Yeah, well, um, Spotify, so, so somebody guesstimated the yeah. value at the 250. Yeah. And then Spotify said, no, that's not it. Okay. Well, was it 240? We know, uh, we know it wasn't cheap. We, we know it wasn't in the clearance bin. You didn't yeah. pick them up at big lots. You yeah. cracked the checkbook for this and it's oh, going to, sure. it's going to hurt some of your other areas of investment. Yeah. Um, and it has to be more than 150 million you did before. So at least cracking in the 200. Yeah. So we're close. Yeah. It's going to be it, ballpark. And it's funny that they, I didn't uh I didn't catch that part of the article. It's funny that you said they have the video exclusivity. Yeah. Spotify yeah. wants to be your everything audio, but that's mm -hmm. where they sunk the money was in the video exclusivity. Yeah. Yeah. But I um I, I, it's kind of following the form though caller. Daddy's kind of been the same way. I think they're they really uh, to me it looks as though Spotify really wants to be that video player for you. They they oh recognize that really? YouTube they turn it where I, I haven't seen any YouTube video, I haven't seen any Spotify video I'm not a, a Spotify video user either but it is a thing now I've had my podcast clients talking about how can I get my video version of the podcast on Spotify I it, it is it's and I think it was that turning on from YouTube that you can get your you know podcast on YouTube Music basically but you can get is your, it in the app I, I guess, guess I mostly use Spotify's web based tool not the app and i've been using the app and i think it's there but i'm not when i'm in spotify i'm not in video mode yeah so it's that okay they're going to educate over time to well, watch video spotify had launched a new utility that when you played a song by default it was opening up this this other panel the now playing view Mm, okay. Do you are you familiar with what I'm talking think, about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So it opened up this right panel, and I'm and I'm talking about the web browser version. Okay. You played a song. It opened up a right panel version that's down in the player bar. There's a little icon there that looks like a a video play button, and it showed you the uh, the album art and gave credits and gave a next in queue mm -hmm. so it was this now playing view which i didn't like because it took up the screen away from my yeah. playlist and i i didn't need it mm -hmm. so i would keep turning it off well once you log out it turns it back on again you can't turn it off in your profile mm -hmm. you can't do it i've reached out to tech support it's not possible yeah. but with you saying that people are seeing it in seeing video now that's going to be the logical place for it to show up yeah. so that may be why I can't turn it off. Right. Um, yeah. That's it's, interesting. That explains in the, a lot. It's in the design. Right. Well, you know, yeah. So Collar Daddy is in the news with Spotify as well, too. So all, all these contracts are coming up at the same time. And then at the same time, SiriusXM is upping their podcast and digital game by signing yeah. a multi-year agreement with, the, you know, both you, you're in my, one of my favorite yeah, podcasts. I'm really Spotify. happy to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Those guys need more money, too. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, exactly. But I mean, they're all successful there. actors on yeah. their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they on a fluke they decide to just jump on the phone and shoot the shoot the, the bull hoo-ha exactly and then start bringing in their buddies as surprise guests 
And it's a genuinely like it's three guys sitting around having fun talking mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah. Um, like three, bro- three brothers making fun of them. Three brothers making fun of themselves. Bottom yeah. line, it's that you're ready for each one just to crack each other up and just, denigrate, yeah. you know, you're oh, waiting ripping for on each other, they're oh, ripping each other apart. It's just great. Um, yeah. Did you watch the documentary on Prime? I did not. Yeah, it's on the it's list. Good. Watch do, it before it's yeah. gone because yeah, with this new deal, because the, the yeah. last deal was with Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So with this right. new deal, I don't know if Prime retains the right. So watch it before they take yes. it down. They shot it all in black and white. It's very documentary, <laughs> but now it's behind the scenes and they're still just as funny. Like yeah. the smallest part of the documentary is the episode itself yeah. because you can listen to the full episode in their podcast, mm-hmm. but all the behind the scenes stuff, like when they're in the hotel and they're ordering room service and one of them's ripping on the other one about how much he's eating. Like, Oh my God, you're eating again. They, they're, they're definitely brothers just yeah. ripping each yeah. other apart. And I guess when I got our hooked- amusement. Yeah, when, yeah, right. Because when I got hooked on it, I just didn't realize how those three even knew each other. And and it yeah. starts to, you know, you got to go back, 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 and then kind of realize, oh, they work together here. They work together here, that kind yep. of thing. And, and and I think a lot of people in Hollywood know each other behind the scenes. They didn't necessarily have to work together, but it's you didn't know they had a relationship. So, yeah. And like the, their wives are friends of somebody else that they knew. Like they just kept showing up at different things. Yeah. I mean, two of them were, were on – um Oh, uh, um, yeah. What was the sitcom together? Yeah, uh, um, oh, our research staff did not. Our, give our us listener, our listeners are shouting out. Come on, this, now. This. Well, we all know what we're talking about. So yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I Jason Bateman. Um, yeah. Well, and then they they cross pollinated on other other shows too. Yep. Uh, the the other long form. Uh, it wasn't a comedy, but it was uh, that other one. So I could grieve. We come prepared, folks. We come prepared. Arrested for Development was the yes. Arrested Development. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but yeah, I, I just, I think they're a good combination. We even talked about too, that, you know, you can also take a, you know, a note from their playbook about how they do ads as well too. And yes, they yeah. run a lot of them together, well, but the ads many, are pretty, too yeah. many of them, but they're pretty good. They're pretty good. If you take a note going, okay, this is how you I, do it, but maybe not as many in a row and maybe not as long. <laughs> in our pre-show conversation, uh, we covered, they are some of the best podcast ads that are out there that's just not saying much because right, there's exactly. some really bad podcast ads the out there bars but not that high the, right they do the reads themselves mm-hmm. they are they can't help but be funny in it yeah um the pro there's just they're back to back to back there's what four or five ads it's got to be yeah. four or five ads right. and i give up like you kept you catch me on the first one like mm-hmm. okay fine and then it goes in the next one. And then I remember, oh God, yeah, we're going to be here a minute. And then I, <laughs> I just skip them and yeah. I don't understand why they don't, if they would sprinkle those through the show, same number of ads, mm-hmm. same exact number of ads, just don't play them in a block. Yeah. I would listen to them rather than jumping just, okay, fine. It's going to play through it's 15 seconds long, but some of their ads are a minute, yeah. minimum 30. Some of them are a minute. And it's way too much. I mean, yeah. you're talking about iHeart radio level of ad blocks. Yeah, 12, 15 minute blocks of, yeah, th- that field. Exactly. I would like to know, and I don't know whether this has ever been discussed or out there that, it, you know, how people listen to this show, this podcast of Smartless. Is it, is it a binge situation or is it, hey, when a new one's out, they listen? 
it would be interesting to know because I know we took a, a trip out to Colorado. We mentioned before the show of taking our daughter to Colorado and we listened to SmartList most of the way. And that was a binge situation. So you really got tired of the ads. They didn't flavor it up. You yeah, know. It, it, and some of it was digitally inserted because it was timely. You could tell that it was part of the season. So they're inserting, but it's I'm that. I'm a skipper. I skipped yeah, them. I know. Now, I, I listened to them depending on the guest. So mm -hmm. I'll, I get the alert that there's a new episode. I see who the guest is. If it's a guest I'm interested in, I download it mm -hmm. and save it to um, the playlist. And then it's just a matter of, prioritizing what else I have in the playlist and yeah. when I know I'm going to have the time to listen to it. Cause it's an hour long show. Minimum hour. Right. Yeah. So that's for me, that's a day commute. So half hour to the office, half, half hour back, I can listen yeah. to the entire episode. Yeah. Now you brought up a good uh, example of the binge listening. My wife and I listen to different types of music in the car. So we don't always like to listen to, the same station or the same CDs. Uh, so I tried uh, listening to podcasts mm -hmm. and we could agree on SmartList as a podcast. So we wow. probably listened to four or five episodes on a uh, road trip on our last vacation. So nice. it was an easy, it was an easy thing to put on there and play them back to back. We definitely pick the guests that we both liked. Right. That would be the um, common ground there. Yep. It? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Like, do you yep. want to hear it with this person? Um, yep. But yeah, it's a great road trip. Yeah. Yeah. It is. They're funny. And I, they are one of the only things where I literally laugh out loud. Yes. And when I'm yes. in my car by myself during a commute, the drivers passing me must think I'm insane. <laughs> I am just head back, open mouth, guffawing about. They're, they crack me up. They're yeah, hysterical. Yeah, they're good. So that, you know, that's a good, that's a good pickup for Sirius XM because I know they've changed their app. I think they're really moving out of the satellite feel to it and into the phone. They know where it's kind of going. So they've changed their app on the phone. It's still clunky. They've, they've messed around with it too much, but they realize they have to, I think, look at the future of how Sirius XM is being used. It's not, yeah, and I'm it's not moving away from satellite. Yeah. I mean, if they have, I even heard that it's going to be exclusive to them. Have you, maybe they can exclusively sell the ads. Yeah. I, I don't I think, think they'd want to block listeners. I don't think they want to block an audience. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it's some, I think again, it's that rev share a little bit of that. There's a lot of little pieces to it. I have to read it again, but I think it's, it's, it's an interesting move how Sirius XM is now kind of cranked up with crime junkie pod, save America. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. They're, they're getting some names. So they're, they're, they're trying to be a serious player with it now. They get it. Yeah. They, but, they, but recruiting a podcast, creating a podcast content, uh, branch, is different than show exclusivity where yeah. they can prove that when they hired Howard, St Howard Stern exclusively for a serious broadcast show, they can show that they got their, their uh, subscriber counts up. Yeah. Whether they could retain them or not, that's a different thing, but they definitely got people trying them out. I don't know that a podcast will do that. I, I don't know. I, Unless you're a level of, well, no, but even, to, even, um, our boy, uh, Joe Rogan wasn't exclusive. You could still, 
subscribe to his podcast. Now it might offer exclusivity for selling the ads in it. Maybe the ads right. are exclusive. Right. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what they're talking about. I think at least, you know, that I hope so because some, if yeah. I can't listen to it because it's on serious, mm -hmm. I'm not going to become a serious subscriber. No, I just no. won't be listening to. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and what's interesting though is too, is that they serious XM, as well as Spotify, then Spotify has failed at this miserably of creating podcasts. They're buying them, but they're not creating yeah. them. They've put all these and press okay. and that's okay. It just comes down to, okay, they're just gobbling up good ones. Sirius XM is, you know, they didn't create Crime Junkie and Pod Save America right. and Conan O'Brien. They're just buying talent. And that's they okay. They don't have to be a studio. They don't have yeah, to I mean, be. Right. And they're not designed to be a studio. People. Yeah. I wonder, uh, I forget the name of the group that uh, Smartless was originally in. It was Wonder, uh, 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 Wonder yeah. Media, something like that. Yes, Wondery, um, Wondery, Wondery. Wondery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think they were going to people and saying, hey, you want to make a podcast? And then they would help them produce the podcast. Correct. And obviously, Netflix and Amazon have both created studios. There's Amazon mm -hmm. Studios and there's Netflix Studios where they're creating original content. But they dipped their toe. I, you know, originally, they were just... They were just a, a place where they collected that stuff mm -hmm. um, and broadcast it. And then they said, oh, wait, uh, you guys are producing that? Why don't we buy the exclusive broadcast rights from you? And now it's a Netflix exclusive. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, they could even call it a Netflix production because they helped paid for some of it. But they weren't the studio that was hiring the writer and hiring. The, they were producing everything themselves. They weren't a studio until more recently. And that's the thing they're backing off of now. That's the first thing to go. Yeah, They're backing yeah. off of the original content. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I, I like what Spotify was doing with their, their, they described it as Spotify audio series. Mm -hmm. There was a Batman podcast for a while. Mm -hmm. That was like the old school radio shows. Yeah. And that yeah. was kind of fun. We actually remarked on a past episode where yeah. I was um, on max Mar HBO max and Marvel? played something, something yeah. that I thought was a flash. Yeah animated uh, animated show and it ended mm -hmm. up being a flash podcast yeah. they did a lousy job of telling people what that was but the right. idea of taking that content because they have all the dc movies on max and and putting it in there that was smart mm -hmm. content wise the presentation and promotion of it was a horrible fail right right exactly exactly so so yeah i, I think that's interesting and and, you know, and and like we said i think they're recognizing that they're not a production studio they're just we're going to get it out because of, of the number of of subscribers listeners that sort of thing so yeah which is good you had um come across i i, I completely missed this is uh called passion fruit um talk, talk a little bit about that yeah passion fruit uh, passion p-a-s-s-i-o-n but fruit is spelled f-r-o-o-t uh you have show notes or something right can't you link this up yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yep. It's passionfruit.me. So let's make it really hard to get to exactly. weird spelling and a weird domain. Yeah. But the cool thing is this is a community that is created that appeals to creators and brands of just about any kind of content. So if you've got a newsletter, you got a podcast, you have an event, uh, you have a blog, and you have an audience that you want to make available for brands to pitch sponsorships to, this is a great place to set up a media kit page. Mm -hmm. They have an impressive tool that it's not, 
I like it because it's not fancy. It is pretty straightforward, but it's visually appealing. It's nice and neat and follows a format with, it's almost a portfolio of creators. And you can only change so many things on the page, which is nice uh, for somebody who might be a brand who's looking for these things because you get content blocks where you can tell them about you, the creator, and you can list brands with logos and links of uh, previous brand partnerships you've done uh, promotions with. And then they've got the sections where you break it down based on your audience. Like if you've got a newsletter, you can tell them what your open rate is, what your subscriber count is, click through rates, literally list a menu of the things they can buy inside your newsletter. Then you have another piece about your YouTube channel, you know, your subscribers and your views and the average viewing time. I just think it's really cool. There's a, there's a uh, get in touch button on there that opens up a very Calendly like uh, meeting thing where you can set up a time to, to get in touch. You can just send a message through to reach out to the creator. So there's some gatekeeping going on. The only thing that they don't have clearly labeled on the website is cost. So you can, they have the the button that says get started for free, but I can't Mm -hmm. find a price plan on this website anywhere. Um, but you can get started for free. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then I'm sure they <laughs> hit with the upgrades. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's a, a membership, flat membership, where you're paying yeah. a fee. I don't know if it's a cut. They're taking a, a, a commission off of any gigs that are booked through it. Mm-hmm. That's unclear, and they ought to be more transparent about it. But the overall impression of the site, for me, was really, really positive. Yeah, it's it's neat. It's got nice, nice click buttons to, to go through. I think, if nothing else, it's a great research tool that you can kind of go and go, okay, this, this the example we'll give you is, uh, you know, Steve, the bartender uh, video and podcast. And, and you can see his stats in regards yeah. to the click through, the open rate, and what he's actually charging for a classified ad or three ads and such. So it's kind of a, you look at it going, oh, okay my newsletter's not there but he's asking for that i could do this you know sort of thing so i would think um you know the price point it's got to be competitive with uh, with a patreon feel or those other platforms so this is a much cleaner and nicer look but i would think the the pricing somehow maybe it's a a, a scale of do it this level and uh, we, we take x amount of percentage but if you if you pay us we'll take this percentage of every sale or something like that yeah this is definitely going to bear some yeah. Further investigation for me because I I've got some clients that I could point to this as potential uh, kind of uh, revenue generation. Yeah. Um, and I just like the way it comes across. I yeah. I hope it's not too punitive. I hope they take a fair share, but not more than what's fair. Um, I don't see them doing a lot of promoting of the site itself. I'd like to see them doing yeah. some paid promotion to bring in sponsors. Uh, I haven't seen any ads for these guys inside of the sponsorship uh, newsletters, uh, Mm -hmm. the sponsorship periodicals, you know, kind of the industry stuff. I haven't seen them saying, Hey, Hey brands, are you looking for, are you looking for uh, content creators? I wish they were doing more of that. I'd really like to see them actively bringing in an audience for these creators because that would really put it over the top value wise. 
Yeah, they would. Exactly. So, yeah, um, I'll do some digging on it as well. If nothing else, go through the process of just getting some price point because it's that it's really interesting. Um, it, it's like you said, as long as it doesn't cost too much and it, you know, it's you got to be at a certain level to take a look at this. Yep. But but talk about some really good examples about how to do it right. If you can try to do it on your own, of, of the look and and trying to sell it on your own. But, yeah, that's it's good stuff. So I, passion for it. I'd also know. like to see them publicly promote the revenue they've generated for mm-hmm. creators, yeah. you know, just put a ticker on the website that, you know, with a money meter, mm-hmm. that would be another proof of concept. You don't have to go into releasing how much you made for each creator, mm-hmm. but to be able to say you generate over a million dollars in revenue for creators, that would be impressive. Yes, it would be. I, yeah. I hope it's not something they just created and it's just sitting out there rotting. I hope this passion fruit isn't just rotting on the vine. Here you go. I knew where you were going with it. <laughs> hey, thank you very much. There, there you go. There you go. Exactly. Well, I did an episode of the Circle Sessions a couple weeks ago, I guess it's been as as we published this one, uh, talking about some radio stuff. Now, you and I have that radio background. We bring radio in occasionally because we, we, we pretty much we know what we're talking about. Hopefully they need the I help. Think. Yeah, they need the help. Exactly. Uh, but th- there is a proposal out right now. The FCC is proposing to reward stations to provide local originated programming to provide at least three hours per week on average. Now, so the background of this is that radio stations have to reapply for their license every seven years. And in that process, the FCC asks for their their good stuff. What have you done? What have you done for the community? It still has that feel of, okay, we'll grant you this license because the FCC owns the airwaves. Basically, the, you know, that frequency you listen to, the FCC says, we'll allow you to have that from us, but you have to be a community partner. You have to do the right stuff for your community. So the process is not the easiest to go through. It takes a little bit of time. And what they're proposing is that uh, to move forward with a proposal that would bestow benefits on broadcasters that invest in locally originated programming more than what they're already asked to do. And if they're asked minimally, it's probably 30 minutes to an hour a week uh, to give back to the community. That's why you hear those public affair programs. That's what that is, that, you know, they're not getting sponsors for it. It's that give back. They're talking to people in the community. And, and typically those show shows are at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. FCC doesn't care. You've done what you're supposed to do, or you hear PSAs during the day. So, uh, you know, the, although the FCC has said that programming does not have to be locally originated to have interest or value to audiences in any particular community, the rulemaking says that the idea that local programming is not valuable enough to warrant the commission attention goes too far. And so it, 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 it concludes that programming containing at least some locally sourced content is most likely to be responsive to local concerns. Now, what they're saying is that if you up the number of hours that you give to your local community per week, they will push the process of approving your license even faster. So if that's a deal for the station, they just, you know, it's like, hey, I'll give you two, three hours a week. Just get my get my docket through. I want to get approved to get going. So what I saw of this is if there are local stations on a very local level that possibly are going to go, okay, let's do three hours of local, but they don't have the personnel to, to produce local. There could be an opening for podcasters on a very local level. They have a local podcast. Your, your, your content is local. 
if this goes through, maybe there's a local station that wants to fill in three hours. There's a lot of dots to connect with this, but the potential's there. Maybe I, I bring it to the attention going, okay, we talked about it in Jan in February of 2024. <laughs> and we can always go back to it in a year's time going, yeah, see, we were smarty pants. We knew what we were doing <laughs> and talking about it. So the potential's there. I don't, you know, if it were come to fruition, would a radio station pay a podcaster for the, you know, to fill an hour? Probably not, but nope. there are benefits. There are benefits to being on a radio station though. For the podcaster. Yeah. The radio station is not going to do this. I, the radio stations that could benefit from the local content angle are the radio stations that are actually local and are yeah. already doing this. They already have a local DJ. They're already doing local events or coverage of those events that they can add up and say, mm -hmm. yeah, that equaled three hours. I don't think, I don't think those guys are going to bring in some, another person, a podcaster, an outside group that they're going to have to somehow give them a monetary incentive to do this. Either it's time on their air that costs them money yeah. or they got to pay that person or the podcaster is going to come in with their own sponsor that they want to mention during their additional local coverage. I don't think the local group's going to do it because they don't need it. Don't the need other it. side yeah. of this is the large conglomerates of radio stations that that uh, we're already happy that the FCC got rid of the main studio rule that mm -hmm. said that they had to have a local studio in communities they served. I don't think they're going to do this because no. they're doing the weekend 3 a.m. thing. If they have to mm -hmm. serve that local community, they put it on at three o'clock in the morning because it's usually boring city council crap <laughs> that nobody wants that legitimately nobody wants to listen to that. Right. right. And I get why they bury it because nobody cares about it and they're fulfilling their obligation by doing that. I, so those guys already have mm -hmm. a, a workaround for this to say, well, okay, let's just, let's add another 30 minutes onto our weekly two hour broadcast. That'll bring us, that'll let, let us meet the three hour monthly one. And now we'll qualify for this. So sure. this is a lot of sound and fury that, that doesn't equal anything. I don't understand why they're doing it. Yeah. They know who their members are. They know who the FCC stations are. They're, they know they're not going to do this. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand why it's come to, other than the deadlock of going through and they're trying to appease radio stations going, Hey, we'll work with you. Why, why would they give? I don't understand the, the, the genesis of this. I'm just looking at the potential outcome, but I I've worked with two uh, on air, you know, with two very, very, I mean, I don't even think you classified as small market radio stations. I would call it teeny market <laughs> radio stations, honestly, but, but they super serve their local County. They do, or the, or the city and that sort of thing. Well, those I guys are already doing it though. They are, but they're also underpaying their people. And I think if they're looking at adding more public service hours, you can only air so many PSAs to equal an hour, that sort of thing. But I think they're talking long form. I, 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 I could see where the tiny markets might be looking at, okay, this would be nice. I need to do more community. This is what I am. This I, I'm, I'm an old school broadcaster. I want to do as much local programming as I can. I do all the local baseball games, basketball, football. I make a boatload of money doing the local, local, local. Maybe this is a great way to do another an hour of local because we have a local podcaster that yeah, could but if they're doing all that local, they, they already ran out the meter. They're not getting extra credit for running more hours. A little no, bit. right. They're not. I mean, well, the basketball, I mean, the sports stuff is not 
you know, public affairs. That's not a public affairs deal. I mean, they're getting paid for it. This is something uh, that you're giving I the airtime away. Take that column to say it. Local content and they don't care. FCC doesn't. I, care. I don't know. I, I I've never heard when I was in, and it's been a while since I've been in radio. So the rules can change, of course, but I've not heard that you could put in that you gave you that, that a basketball game could classify as public affairs because you got paid for it. That is a cash cow for teeny markets, small markets, is ba- basketball, football, this local sports. I mean, it is a cash cow. So there, I don't think the FCC could consider it giving. Did air it say time. they can't get paid for it? I didn't see they couldn't get paid for it i'm assuming it's 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 no but i don't know again it's it's the worst weird local content doesn't mean free content local content doesn't mean ad that it's not ad supported content it's it's possible i don't again it didn't have the definition of local programming it's that i think it's still up for spell still up for discussion so that's a dock it up it's like hey we're considering this we want input so you're right it could go that direction you're right yeah this is the answer to and I don't know. Yeah. I, this is pure theory. This is some group in the public uh, of of the of the public who goes to the FCC and goes, "I'm losing." Somebody took my local station. I don't have a local station anymore, and I'm complaining because you guys are giving these licenses. You're letting these corporate radio stations mm-hmm. come in, and now nobody's covering the news in my area. They're all coming out of. Los Angeles and New York. And what are you going to do about the fact that the FCC was supposed to serve my local airwaves and the FCC goes, well, we're going to take steps to make sure you get the local coverage you deserve community member. And they go, Hey, let's make this new rule where if you just add another hour, of your programming, we can say we added 3000 more hours of local programming in all these different communities in total in mass. And this will quiet the public outcry because we can say, look, look, we got more people. We're, we're, uh, we're incentivizing them to add more local coverage in your community. Look what we're doing. Look, look, look. And that's what that press release is for. That makes sense. That, and it does. No, for sure. And, and then the other side of it is the carrot leading the station going and we'll put your application on top of the pile and get what's you that through. Yeah. What's, what, that? what's that mean? Like you weren't going to send it through? Like, so do it a week yeah. sooner than before? Right. It, and that that's true too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of nuances that are weird. Down? Yeah. I mean, there's no other incentive other yeah. than you get, you get premium Right. Unless, you, unless you're on the edge of not doing the right stuff anyway, you know, yeah. that you had marks against you. The, and and, and that, that bar is not. Just, yeah, it, it's kind of strange. Cool. It is. And I, I, I thought it was interesting of just like, OK, it's worth a comment. If it happens, maybe there's an opportunity, but probably not. I gave you some of mine. (laughs) Exactly. No. And who knows? I just thought, okay, this is interesting. But at the same time, you know, it's it goes back to that conversation we've had many times about, okay, that is one opportunity for a podcaster to get exposure is on radio. And maybe this is an opportunity. Maybe. maybe. I'll give you, if, if a podcaster wants to try and use this as a window or a door to slide into getting coverage on traditional... Absolutely. Oh. If you think you can use this to your advantage, go mm-hmm. ahead. I'll give you one idea right now. If you put together a podcast about things to do in your community and you package it up and just go, oh, I'm going to have my own little radio show. And it's going to be things to do in Delaware, Ohio. And every week I'm going to record uh, 15 minutes on what to do in Delaware, Ohio, and they can run it four times a week. So they've got an hour and they can run it at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the radio station gets to sell an advertiser around it marathon gasoline or Mm -hmm. 
7-Eleven sponsors what to do in town at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. If you want to create content for the radio station to air for free uh, and get paid to put an advertiser on it, absolutely. Create local content all day long. Yeah. As long as all you want out of it is your voice and maybe your name on the radio because you're not going to get paid for it. Right. Yeah. No, I, I don't. It, it's the connections that the radio station can offer. But yeah, they're not going to at that teeny station level that I was talking about. The money's not there. No, it is the exposure point and possibly access to their sales force that they might have. And the big guys won't sell it. Yeah. No. Well, big no, guys no, no, won't. No. Yeah. So no, no, no. it's that, pure exposure. No. And you know, yeah. people die from exposure. <laughs> <laughs> oh we could go man i like that wow that's a good blog topic <laughs> oh i wish i could claim credit for that that's just oh, as a designer as a, as a oh. graphic designer you constantly get people going oh well you know i can't afford to pay anything for this project but you're gonna get great exposure from this oh, well i can't pay my rent with exposure i've tried uh you get arrested for exposing yourself did you know that and you 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 can't, uh, people die for exposure. Nice. That's the one people die for exposure. And the other is ex exposing yourself is against the law. <laughs> so when people offer you exposure in return for your services, don't do it. I love it. It's I a horrible it. price. I love it. Well, I was just having a conversation with my daughter about, you know, giving away free service. I, I printed this off about, you know, sorry. The quote is how to politely say, sorry, I'm not doing that for free. And four options. It, it 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 it's not as brash as what you just said, but I love what you're doing with it too. But it's that same mindset of like, you know what? There's a time and a place for free, but at the same time, that time and place is done. <laughs> you it's know, rare, it's rare. It's rare anymore. Yeah, more rare than the people yeah. asking you for the free stuff will admit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean no. But anyway, so uh, you just came up with a great idea in regards to going to a radio station. You know, if that's sure. where you want to go with it. So you got it tons easy. of package it up yeah. for them. Package it up. Right. So you got tons of other ideas. How they want to pick your brain? How to get a hold of you to do just that as a podcaster? Well, they can go to my website at dontheideaguy.com and pay me. For a brainstorm, right. I, right. I do paid brainstorms. I don't do more exposure. Right, exactly, exactly. And 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 honestly, folks, I've known Don a very long time, and you will get your money's worth from that brainstorm session. Honestly, I keep the, the, the ideas until you feel like it was worth it. Yeah, the, the, exactly. The exposure will be worth it to him <laughs> to work with him to get the ideas. You'll walk away with something. He'll get your brain going and thinking about things seriously. It's all about making money. I want it, my it clients is. to make money too. It, exactly. That's, that's what we do. What we do. It's yep. It is. It is exactly. You want to make your business more successful. That's yeah. That's why Brett put together this this podcast with the circle of ex experts. You know, me and my other compadres. You know, we're putting in our our weekly time here. It's we want to help out the audience. We yeah. want to help the listeners make more money, and by doing so, we're demonstrating our expertise. Right. You know, this is this is not a the goodness of our heart. Brett didn't go. Hey, you know what? I got an extra couple hours a week. I think I'll just. Record right. myself and, and put it out there because why not? Yeah. No, his wife is outside his studio right now going, Brett, please pay attention to me. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> right, Let me exactly. be a guest on your podcast. It's more like the dog. <laughs> the dog. I got a cat over the, here doing the same the thing. dog is I'm more of that way. Make its own appearance. Exactly. And, and, you know, if you've got a podcast that um, you're doing or you're about ready to start to do, 
give me a shout. We do some podcast audits. So if you got one started and it's not really doing what you want it to do, let's get you into a podcast audit. We'll take a listen to it, bring Dawn along as well, and give you our, our, our view of and our listen to that podcast. And you're probably almost there. You just need some tweaks. We, we can give you the insight. Let's, on how uh, to do that. Hey, Brett, why don't we do a, a circle of expert series here? Um, we've been doing these from the headlines and they're fun. I, I mm -hmm. enjoy doing them a yeah. lot, yeah. but why don't we schedule some of our episodes to be a podcast brainstorm? Yeah. So set up some form where people can submit their podcast and the problem they're running into mm -hmm. either breaking through with listeners or generating revenue. And let's do, let's record a brainstorm episode. Yeah. Let's pick, let's pick some good ones uh, that apply to a lot of people. And because everybody's running into the same problem. How, right. do, how do I grow oh, yeah. my audience? How do I make money? Yeah. How do I produce it? Um, how long should I do it before? Mm -hmm. Like everybody has the exact same question. Let's, yes. Let's do some of these. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that idea. Yep. Yep. Coming up. You heard it here first. So inside track, if you know what's going on. So yeah, good. I'll do it for the exposure. Exactly. <laughs> before, before the weather gets too hot. Exactly. Exactly. To, whenever we do an exposure, whenever we do an exposure episode, you have to play stripper music in the background. Ooh, okay. I'm, I don't know if I have asked for that, but I'll find something. I'll find something. We just aged ourselves big time on that one. <laughs> oh, listener, Bring, thank you. Yo, we don't do go. it for free. Bring a bunch of ones. Bring a please. bunch of singles for the please. brainstorm episode. Please do. Please do. Exactly. Thanks for listening, and we will uh, uh, we'll have another episode soon, but we'll, we'll bring that idea along. Thanks for listening to Circle Sessions. <laughs> <laughs>